0: Hi, my name is Jason Spangler, and I am here to tell you about the James Chad Lewis play. There has been many cases of people that have been wrongly convicted and still haven't had the justice. But in this case, 20 years later, he has been served. Let's just say that rape kits don't always work unless you tell the truth, especially if you've been having affairs with other guys when you got raped. James Chad Lewis Clay was wrongly accused of rape. He had a family at home and his mom. In high school, the James dated a woman who ended up accusing him of rape. They were hooking up while she was seeing other guys. And on the way home from a hookup with James, she was walking by a dark alley when she was assaulted by a black man while he held a gun to her head. The assaultant put clothes on her face so she couldn't see the description. All the victim knew was that it was a black guy with a gun. After the criminal covered her face with clothing, he raped her and then left her in the dark alley alone. All the victim wanted was justice for something that had happened to her. She was only 15 years old when she had a gun held to her head and was raped. After she was raped, the nurse conducted a rape kit on her. It took nearly two decades until they got it tested and James was the one with the sperm on the kit. By the time that he was in jail for the rape, he had already made a family and his mother was still alive. He had to leave his family behind to get thrown in jail for something that he was wrongly accused of. They threw him in jail because of the rape kit tested positive. The thing that they didn't realize is that sperm can stay in a person's body up to seven days. The girl admitted to consent Ventual sexual contact with James immediately before she walked home and was raped. This accounts for his sperm on the rape kit. On her way home, she had to go through a dark alley, and in that dark alley, there is a person sitting there with a hood up. The person grabbed her and held a gun to her head wrapped her head in cloth so she can identify the person's description as he raped her. She had a nurse perform sexual assault examination, but the evidence went untouched for nearly two decades. After this case went out nationally, they finally tested the evidence, and the test showed that James was a suspect. If they would have known that they had sex before she got raped, then she would have had two different types of sperms. So they tested her. They got the test of the person that she was with beforehand. When James' DNA came back as a match, he was sentenced to 25 to 50 years in prison. It should have brought the victim closure, but after the trial had ended in 2017, the victim made a shocking realization that James, now 38, was the same person she knew as Chad when they dated in high school. They had many hookups, and so much time had passed that she didn't recognize him. It was as if Chad was a whole different person. Chad didn't look the same. She didn't look the same. Chad didn't even recognize her. And to think that they dated and hooked up, that can tell you how much a person can change over the years. From the start, Clay has always said he didn't rape anyone. He had a felony conviction involving a stolen car, which meant that his DNA was national. He may have stolen a car, but that is wrongly to accuse someone of raping someone. The police brought him in many times, and he's always said that he didn't rape anyone. He also didn't recognize the victim because her face was different, he was different, he looked different, she didn't recognize him, and he didn't recognize her, even though they dated while they were in high school. He also didn't recognize the victim. When they said his DNA was on the victim, in the victim, he jumped up and smacked the table. The victim later came to the conclusion that he wasn't the person who raped her. She went to the police and told them that he was innocent. And he later got freed and got to go back to his family and his mom. When he got freed, he felt so good because he knew he wasn't the rapist. He knew that he wasn't the person to do that type of stuff. He had the consent of her every time. He didn't rape no one. He didn't hold a gun to anyone's head. He had the consent. The consent that he got from the girl before they did anything together. But the other black guy that she got raped by, he didn't have the consent. He was just desperate, and they still haven't found out who he was. But she was able to own up to the fact that she was wrong. She was wrongly accusing an innocent man with a family at home that was able to be, by, like, It was so much for him to be free because his family needed him more than anything. And I have a clip to show, like, to talk about right here. First, we begin with
1: that breaking news we mentioned just a few moments ago. A man wrongfully convicted of raping a teenager... 20 years ago, Jess became a free man after walking out of a Macomb County prison. It appears much of the evidence that could have cleared his name never made it to the jury. Seven Action News reporter Kimberly Craig has the emotional story from Lennox Township. James Chad Lewis Clay said this whole ordeal was a nightmare, and he believes no one bothered to take a step back to see he was innocent. I thought that my life was over. I thought it actually that he was trying to kill me. Wayne County Court System. At 4 o'clock this afternoon, James Chad Lewis Clay, who goes by Chad, was released from prison and into the arms of his mother, Ethel Lyons, who stood by her son ever since he was convicted of rape in 2017, 20 years after someone else raped his girlfriend, where the time was just 15. They went off strictly DNA. I didn't have to say so about anything. The victim's rape kit sat on a shelf and when it was tested years later and DNA came back to Chad, she didn't recognize his picture as an adult. And Chad didn't recognize her when the investigator showed him a picture of the victim. She gave me a picture of her at 35 years old. Earlier this year, Chad's mom hired a private investigator by the name of Steve Crane. He talked to the victim and showed her this picture of Chad when he was 16 years old. And that's when she says she knew he wasn't the man who dragged her into the alley at gunpoint and raped her. They skipped like third, second or third hour, so it was early. So and they had sex that early afternoon. But then she apparently got raped on the way home that night, about 9-ish. The private investigator triggered Detroit Free Press reporter Alicia Anderson to begin digging into the case. And what she found led prosecutors to open an investigation. And it led to Chad's release as the investigation continues. What's it like to be out? First, I want to give thanks to God. And also, I want to give thanks to the victim for having the courage to come forward And 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 correct what was wrongfully done. And a spokesperson for the Wayne County Prosecutor's Office will only say that this case is under investigation in Lenox. Kimberly Craig, Seven Action News.
0: Former. So in that, it showed that he was happy that the victim was able to come back and say no. That wasn't the person that convicted me of raping her. Once he she found out what he looked like when he was younger and was a teenager when they dated, she automatically knew that wasn't the guy who raped her. She knew that he was not the victim. And for him to always be able to put his faith in God was something that was unbelievable and unspeakable because there's a lot of people that go to jail and don't have their faith in God. But his mom also stood behind him. And the belief in God helped them both get freed. And another thing that I also figured out was that the discovery horrified Detroit and a nationals. More than a thousand rape kits were sitting untested in the police warehouse. In some cases, gathering dust for decades before prosecutors prosecutors stumbled upon the boxes in 2009. So for however many people that have been raped and had the rape kit tested, but they never actually went and got tested. So for them to be able to come back and test that, but then it was wrongly accused, that that says a lot about a case. And it says a lot about the victim, and how she was able to come back and be like, that wasn't him. He needs to be freed. Because she could have just left him sit in jail to 25 to 50 years, and his kids would have been raised by the mom. So, the next time you ever run across this type of thing, try to make it straight, because... You never know, and it's hard without having a parent with you. And so just always make sure to tell everyone the right facts. And that is my podcast of James Chad Lewis Clay.
1: Thank you for listening.